Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Deans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. So we just found out that our mic actually broke, so this episode might be a little bit fuzzier than ones in the past, but we ordered a new mic. Same one. I don't know if that was the move, but we ordered a new mic, and it should be coming, so bear with us. Content is still just as great, though. Yeah, we didn't realize that X broke it in the last episode. X, we can't have nice things, man. (laughs) He got startled, and then he, like, ran over and, like, tugged on the cable, and then, like, the whole thing fell apart. Yeah, so now it's very precariously placed, and nobody can touch it. So this week, we're going to talk about interracial dating. It's actually been one that a lot of people DM'd us about. They wanted to hear about. And it's funny because, like, we've kind of ignored it in a sense. We didn't ignore it. I think we just needed to kind of figure out how we wanted to frame it. Like, I think for a lot of people that messaged, I noticed that a lot of you guys out there, young Asian females, um, a lot of the questions is kind of about how your parents allow you to date somebody um, Mm -hmm. that's of a different race and kind of like how that conversation goes with your parents. And so I think because it was so focused on like family, it was kind of hard for me to conceptualize like what we would talk about because for me, like I'm not going to say that it was always easy with my parents, but obviously by the time I brought Dan home, then they were very much like, yeah, cool. We have no issues with him. So it kind of to me feels like we didn't have to struggle very much. But to be fair, there's a lot to unpack when it comes to ourselves and like who we see ourselves dating, who we've dated over the years. It's not just about our parents and accepting them. Like, I think that's a very small piece of it. I think the larger topic that we kind of want to talk about is with ourselves and who we thought we should be with. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the parent stuff comes in as yeah, well. Yeah, I but. think when I first heard that question, it was, I, I specifically thought of just mine and your relationship and how like, at that time, my parents were already so like, accepting, you know what I mean? Because, but then I forgot about all all the steps that brought it to that point. Yeah, because, all the people you dated Exactly, because my first girlfriend, it wasn't necessarily the case and like leading up to like my next girlfriend and things like that. So yeah, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about the past as well. Yeah. So um, let's maybe let's start with when you first started dating or like even having crushes on people, like who you thought you should be with. That's the thing. Like growing up, I would always look at my family as like inspiration, my parents. Right. And so they've obviously they're, you know, they're Serbian. So I think both grow, Serbian, yeah. they're both Serbian. <laughs> well, actually, technically, my dad's Montenegrin. But, you know, that that, that recently yeah, that, like, <laughs> that became its own country in 2005. So. Um, but it was, it was just growing up and like, I think I've always expected that I would be married to a Serbian girl and that's like what I expected. But growing up in the school that I'm in and just like seeing like what I'm attracted to and yeah, I think my, the, my first crush was like a Chinese girl. I thought she was like the cutest. What and, age like, is this? This was, uh, probably grade three or four, probably grade three to be honest. Yeah. I think it was grade three. And I was so nervous. And this is the funniest thing, because I was so nervous and I really wanted her to come to my birthday party at my house. (laughs) And the saddest part is is she was the only girl that I invited. (laughs) And she came and she came and my mom like kept her company. I thought she was so cute. But um, yeah, it was interesting. I think that that's when my mom was like, oh, so like that's what you're into. Do you know what I mean? It was like kind of it was like different for her, especially like, you know, because they grew up in a place where it's all just, you know, one nationality, really. Also, I should point out that 
like, I mean, at least for me growing up in America, I, I'm sure there are Serbians in America. I just don't really know any, and I didn't really know any growing up. But in Vancouver, it's so different. There are so many Serbians here. There so I feel are, like, yeah. yeah, for you to say that you saw yourself dating a Serbian, like, I think me, when I first moved to Vancouver, I'd be like, that's so hard because, like, where do you find them? But, like, there's a lot of Serbians here in Vancouver for anybody that isn't familiar with the demographics. And that's the thing. And then because I really wanted that, I tried to push that on myself. So, like, when we would go to all those, like, because there was, like, a lot of cultural events happening at the church. And then my parents used to take me there when I was young. And I thought, like, these are the type of people I should be with. And I tried to force it on myself, but it never really worked out. They were never... I was, were you I was, attracted to Serbian They're beautiful girls? women, like extremely beautiful women. I'm attracted to them. But when it comes down to like having things in common, like absolutely nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So in my in the back of my head, I always thought like there must be a Serbian girl out there that was kind of, you know, brought up the same way as me, you know, brought in from Serbia, grew up in Canada and was like really infatuated with like hip hop and like street culture. And I'm and sure all that there stuff. are. You just haven't found her. I just haven't found her. Do you know what I mean? I probably won't at this point. <laughs> You might find her and it's going to be sad heartbreak, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't find it. I just found, like, you know, I was more attracted to certain people that I had more things in common with at school. For the most part, it happened to be, like, you know, Asian girls, black girls, and those are the type of girls that I brought home to mom. And, and it was interesting. I think, like, it took all of those, like, exes and things for them to get used to the idea that, like, you know, I'm not going to be with a Serbian girl and it's not that I'm not attracted to them or that I have anything necessarily against them. I just feel most of the Serbian women that I've met is not someone that I have something in common with. Do you know what I mean? It's not someone I can see myself spending the rest of my life with. Like in terms of like interests and cultural exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, because also I'm not like a very Serbian guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really listen to Serbian music. I don't like, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of the Serbian people that live here in Vancouver bump serbian music non-stop you know what i mean or like very i didn't even know that there was like serbian club nights yeah there here. is like i didn't realize oh, i didn't realize yeah. that you guys that, did it like that and that's the thing if you look at my brother he's very much like that going to those events and you know like it's all like serbian vibes even like the funny thing is now like his partner is turkish now or she's iranian turkish iranian with turkish descent but like even they be bumping Serbian music together. You know what I mean? And yeah. like she shows him music All from like her. All you play for me is like area. old oldies. Yeah, not yeah. even like current. I'll bump the oldies, and I think like for me the oldies is just so nostalgic because that's like when I was a kid. That's what my parents were listening to. So I think like it's more of that comfort. You know what I mean? Of like yeah. feeling like a kid again and being at home. But yeah, so I feel like it's it's from it's it's from preparing my family. Do you know what I mean? Like with like showing them like I like this girl. I have a crush on this girl, and like them realizing that yeah that's just me and you know and at the end of the day it's not ever about like for me it's not about their ethnicity it's just about like do we do we connect well do you know what I mean and like when I met you the connection was so strong and so it didn't matter like what your ethnicity was and by the time I introduced you to my parents they were already used to it at that point so there was never that cultural issue in regards to bringing you home have you ever been hit with uh you have yellow fever have you ever been confronted by that? You know what? I have. Yeah. I have by, by people... By people you've been dating? Oh, okay. No, sorry. You were going to say. No, not by people I've been dating, though. Because I... I, I mean, I don't know. Speak from like speak from your experience. Like, Do you <laughs> feel like that Like when I'm with you that you have that sense of like, well, okay. he's just with me because yeah, let's, of let's yellow fever? Yeah, let's talk about yellow fever because... Do you feel that way? No. I don't <laughs> feel that way. And I wouldn't be with you if I felt that way yeah. because... 
I didn't really fine-tune that skill to identify somebody that has yellow fever until I got to college. I think when I was in high school, it was just kind of like, you're the pretty Asian and like, blah, blah, blah. It's and like when you're fetishized, right? Yeah, 100%. And like, I encountered maybe like, like some people where they really like, it's just, it's so hard to even describe. And I've tried to describe this to my friends before that aren't Asian. Um, but it's just like the way that they look at you, the way that they talk to you, like, it's just, I can't even really put my finger on what it is, but it's, it's over and over and over again. Like people mm. with yellow fever, it's just the way that they're interacting with you, it just, if you feel objectified, but in, like, a way that's just, like, another level on top of, like, the way women are already objectified. Is it, like, when they want to put, like, sweet and sour sauce on you? Or, like, so soy gross. Sauce? V, please stop that. <laughs> so bad. If you want me to think you have yellow fever, carry on. <laughs> I'm speaking from your certain experience that you told me. Yeah, but I don't think that that... And then also apart from a Kanye line, where he's like, I'm eating Asian, all I need is sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, so yeah, I mean, like, that contributes to it 100%. Like, Asian women are so fetishized. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, once I got to college, I met a lot, a lot, a lot of guys. Um, especially, like, in Vancouver, there's a lot of white dudes trying to date Asian girls. And, I mean, you're one of them. But, it, like, it's very different. It's different between somebody that is like, okay, like, I tend to be attracted to Asian women. And, you know, like you actually see me as a person that has like layers and you care about my interests whereas it's like you'll just hook up with any asian girl because you just fetishize asian women you know like it there's a very fine line but i just like it's a feeling mm -hmm. and that doesn't sound scientific or it doesn't sound like anything concrete it, but like it's a feeling and it's strong enough for me to know. Like, and I've seen it. I've seen people that like yeah. really fetishize Asian and have that like yellow fever and it's really strong and it disgusts me but as well. Yeah, but it's not like, yeah, that's the thing is that it's not overt even. Like, I mean, for some people it is, mm -hmm. but if, a lot of times it's very subtle and it's just something that you pick up on. And over the years I've been able to pick up on it really well. And I'm just like, yeah, no pass. Like miss me with all of that. Like, I don't want any part of that. So... Yeah, like, for me, it was never... I was never really trying to be, like, I just want an Asian girl. You know what I mean? Because, like, I was open to everything. It's just, like... It just had... I think, like, the other part, too, is, like, Vancouver. Like, everyone in my surrounding are Asians. You know what I mean? So, it wasn't, like... It's not, like, oh, I'm chasing all these different Asian girls. It's just kind of how it happens to be. Statistically, yeah. Statistically <laughs> speaking, like, you know, I, I, I bump into more Asian girls and then become attracted to them. Do you know what I mean? And, like... And that's not to say that I've only dated Asian girls. Like, I've dated multiple different, you know, type of ethnicities. I even dated a Serbian girl. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, tried, you know, everything. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say specifically that I have yellow fever. It just kind of happened that way due, due to statistics. But, like, what you said, where I've been accused of having uh, yellow fever, that's only, like, with, like, my friends and, like, people from, like, especially people from the Serbian community. Because, like, my brothers, my brother and his friends, like, they're all, like, old Serbs and stuff. And, like, anytime I would get invited to, like, an event, it would be, like, my ex-girl and then, like, my next girl. And they would both be Asian. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, they... And the thing is, too, is, like, these old Serbs, I'm not going to say all of them, but a good amount of them can't tell the difference. Yeah, it's happened to me where they're, like, we've met before. I'm, like, 100% no, we haven't. Exactly. It's so one. savage, yeah. <laughs> or one of the girls just straight up said, like oh, a new one. I like this one. And I'm like, how the fuck can you talk like talk to that about these human beings that I love? Anyways, it's fucking savage. So, yeah. I mean, and then I've had, like, people that I play ball with, like, when they see that I have an Asian girlfriend, they're like, oh, you like them Asians, huh? 
And I'm just like, it's really not like that. Like, it's really just about, I like this person. You know what I mean? It's not about, like, oh, you like them Asians, you know? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, but, like, would anyone say anything if I was dating a Serbian girl? That's the thing, right? Like, that's where, that's where, like, interracial dating does have an issue because it's, like, if you're seen with something that's of a different ethnicity, it's like, oh, you like that. As opposed to, like, it's just something that's so normal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That should be normal because we do live in, like, a multicultural country. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like, even though I feel like people have been able to like marry whoever they want and like date whoever they want and in a international city like vancouver it's very common to see interracial dating super super common especially Mm -hmm. among like white and asian people um but yeah for me like i think it's kind of the same with you where it's statistically speaking or it's like what you're surrounded by like growing up I was in San Francisco and there's a lot of Latinos there and everyone that I had a crush on fully through like elementary school was Latino and it's actually funny because the first guy that I ever had a crush on in kindergarten I found out that this kid had the same birthday as me and I was like head over heels in love with him and I decided to have a crush on him from kindergarten through fifth grade just solely because we had the same birthday but like after that one crush everybody else was Latino and I wasn't it wasn't like you know I was drawn to the culture or anything like I was too young Mm -hmm. but I think like that was just who I was attracted to like yeah I actually had crushes on like pretty much every race there was there were no like white kids really at my school so it wasn't until I went to middle school because it was like a very very white school and like that was just so different for me you know, like socioeconomically, it was so But do you so feel like different. it was more because you didn't have anything in common with them? Like, yeah, you feel, for me. Because I, I personally feel like if you're going to have a crush on someone, there must be some kind of connection Yes, there. but also because... It goes beyond looks. I knew that all those boys wouldn't like me. Mm. And at that point, I'd just come into like this really wealthy, private, all-girls Catholic school. And I came from like a public school in one of the worst neighborhoods in San Francisco. So, like, it was, like, I was so taken out of my element and I was meeting people so, so far different from anything that I had ever known. You know, like, there were cute boys. Like, there was, like, a boy that I had a huge crush on, but I also, like, knew that he would never like me back. I mean, middle school is, like, like, it's a time where you become very insecure, I think, just because you're going through puberty, all these things. So I really started, like, bag on myself and be like, I'm just so different. I'm not on the same level as these girls, and so how could these boys ever like me? And it wasn't until high school that I actually, like, met white people that, like, I could kind of relate to more, like, were Mm -hmm. my friends, and still private, so very affluent as well, Um, very different socioeconomically still, but I think at this point now I had kind of learned how to talk to wealthier people, Mm. whiter people, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and, like, it sounds so weird to analyze it now, and, like, I love the friends that I made, like, in high school, you know, like, I don't mean to talk about it in a way where it's, like, othering them or othering myself, and I learned to, you know, connect and relate, but there was always a part of me that felt so different, but it's really interesting because people saw me as so similar, like, from the outside, like, I remember I went to a seminar where it was, like, all the kids in my high school, which was a very small amount, that were, like, the first in their family to go to college. And when I showed up, like, the other kids were like, what the fuck are you doing here, And, you know? Like, and I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm the first in my family. They're like, no, like, I thought you were moneyed. And I was like, what? Mm-mm. It's like, I didn't realize that my perception, you know, like, the way that I dressed, the way that I talked, like, all of that, and it probably came from, like, being groomed in middle school, you know? Yeah. All of that made this idea of me so different from who I actually was. So I had crushes on them, but I also deep down knew that again, 
they might not like me and even if they do there's no real possible future because our families would be so different and like you know this is also a lot of internalized i don't want to say hate but let's just say that for now like a lot of internalized hate where it's like i just like resentment yeah yeah not even resentment it's just like i had this idea of myself and i had this idea of them and mm-hmm. we're so different and it, a lot of it more than race has to do with class like yeah it doesn't it really doesn't have anything to do with race because like you're a white person that like when i met you i was like oh there's so many similarities between our families and our experience because you immigrated here your parents have an accent when they speak essentially refugees from war you know like come from war-torn countries and like Mm -hmm. that's very similar to my experience that's the same as my experience except that we're asian and you're white and so the people that i was going to school with you know like their families had lived in san francisco for decades you know like it was it was like white white and like i could never imagine my parents and their parents sitting down at a dinner table and me not feeling incredibly uncomfortable and my my parents ever really being able to like not feel judged by these other people you know which is something that like i know that my parents always dealt with and like kind of had a fear about like they always felt like they couldn't go to my school events they couldn't like mingle with the other dads like i remember we went i went to like a father-daughter dance and my dad really didn't want to go because he was like i don't want to talk to these guys that just are like doctors and like talk about golfing and all this shit because it's not relatable to him and so like my first boyfriend he was mexican and his dad was a doctor and his mom was a university professor so like already like that like yeah so it's interesting because when my mom met his parents you know like of course like they're nice and like like they can talk and stuff but my mom english isn't her first language obviously but when my mom met his grandma who is like in a very similar immigrant type situation as her like she came from mexico and they both speak with an accent like they really clicked like they connected over food over family like those were the important things to them you know Mm -hmm. i don't know i think also who you have a crush on when you're younger really changes as you get older because when you're younger all you care about is like physical attraction you know like this person's pretty whereas as you get older that's when i realized like i actually started to think about would my parents get along with them Mm. like those things didn't matter you know in elementary school and like because at that point none you know you don't think about any of those things you don't think long term and then i think the older that i got the more i was like okay it's really just a matter of like do i see my life and their life meshing will they understand where i came from i think that was the biggest thing for me is like somebody to understand the culture yeah the if culture you think about like actually actually and... spending together you know what i mean like spending your time together yeah. like for instance like us like how we're pretty much stuck with each other forever yeah. now so but also like when we met each other like i really didn't feel like i had to explain mm-hmm. much to you like i i told you you know where i came from and stuff but i didn't have to explain it or defend myself or like I think that's really what I was looking for in the end. Like, yeah. I, I I, genuinely feel like if I was going to date somebody, like, I don't know, for some reason Mitt Romney's popping in my head, but, like, Mitt <laughs> Romney White, you know? Like, there would be so much about my lived experience that I feel like I would have to explain. Like, yeah, maybe that's just my own prejudices and, you know, like, that's just me not giving somebody a chance. Yeah, but, but I think in my openness. own experience, like, that's what it's been like. Yeah, I think it's about, like, having an openness to learn as well. And, I mean, you took some time to learn about Serbia as much as I was shoving it down your throat. You shoved it. But uh, I, for me, I thought it was important for you to know about my culture yeah. as much as possible. And I tried to study as much about Vietnam as well. I guess what I want to get into now is... Have you experienced any kind of microaggressions or like certain remarks being made within your interracial relationships? 
or just some ignorant things that people have might have said to you yeah like not now i'm really trying to think but the first thing that comes to mind i don't really know if this answers your question or qualifies but the first thing that comes to mind is when i was dating my first ex who was mexican this is when we were in high school I remember, I mean, we had a very interesting relationship. So to begin with, his mom already didn't like me because it was my fault. I broke up with him freshman year, broke his heart, and his mom didn't trust me. But regardless, when we started dating in junior year, so two years later, I was like, does your mom like me now? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no, my mom, like, she, she likes you. I mean, you're still kind of, like, probationary, but, like, she likes you. Like, she likes that, like, your eyes are bigger. And I was like, what? Oh, and it was like, you know, like yeah, in her yeah, hit. in her saying that it was because I do have like a crease in my eyes. Like it's not mm-hmm. like I don't have a monolid, which is like very common in Asians. And so in that moment I was very like, Oh, okay, like yeah, she likes something about me and like, oh okay, yeah, like my eyes are different. Like I'm not as Asian, you know, like you know, because that's a lot of internalized racism that I was dealing mm. with at that age. But, you know, like there's there's things like that. I'm going to tell you one situation that happened to me that I thought was the most blasphemous. I already know this situation, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you already know this one. But I was with my ex-girlfriend in Miami, and we were eating at a pancake house or whatever. And um, so there's this older white male, looks like a war veteran, um, sitting next to me, and he has a Filipino partner. And... um, she leaves to go to the bathroom and actually in the same time my partner leaves to go to the bathroom as well and he looks over to me and says where's your asian from <laughs> and yo i was so vexed by the first <laughs> I, uh, like just the the question was so blasphemous that i just yeah. looked at him and i said canada and he was like oh oh but like which which part of like asia is she from and i was like um she was born in canada but uh, she's Chinese. And then he's just like, oh, okay, my, mine's from the Philippines. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, I really didn't want to talk to this guy at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I was just so upset by that. And then uh, they are both our partners come back and then they just start talking. And then, like, I'm forced to talk to this guy now, knowing the blasphemous shit he just told me. And Where I'm pretty your sure that Asian your ex from? wouldn't have wanted to talk to him if she If then she knew, knew that's yeah. what he said. Uh, yeah, I had to stand up. I'm like, she's from Canada, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, she's a Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> I, had to I mean, stand up. yeah, there is, there is a lot of that. But I think that's what I'm saying is that it's, like, it is very expected. Like, I remember even, now we're going to get into parents, but I remember growing up, my mom would be like, yeah, like, date somebody that's, like, white or Asian. And I'm like, why are those my two Mm. options, you know? And I think that, I don't think that that's a unique experience for me, you know? Like, I think a lot of young Asian girls are probably told that as well, like, that those are the acceptable races that you can date. Um, And I just, like, had to break it to my mom. I was like, yeah, nope, first boyfriend, he's he's neither of those things <laughs> but like by the time that we started dating like my parents really didn't didn't care mm-hmm. and i don't really know why that is but they just didn't and so it wasn't like yeah only date asians and white people and it was like they were so like strict about it um but you know there are like some passive things that like my mom will say like she'll be yeah. like oh yeah like if you're like baby looks more like Dayon, like it was specifically a girl like if our baby is a girl and it looks more like Dayon, aka white those babies are like so pretty you know but it's like but what if it just looks like me Hmm. you know like and that i think that's very common thank you but i think that's very very common like if you're having a mixed child like you want them to look more white because they'll be prettier 
And, like, I don't think that's just unique to Asian communities, but I can't really speak for other ones. But, yeah, there's something about, like, whiteness that is so valued. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about the Asian community for days and how, you know, pale skin is, you know, appraised over Oh, yeah, 100%. There, My mom you know was like, I mean? why are you getting so dark? And I'm like, I like being tan. Yeah. And that's, but that's the culture over there. And it's, I mean, it's not right, but I mean, that's, that's just kind of how it is. And, and it's not just Asia. I mean, that's, that's colorism. That's, yeah. that's everywhere. I, who else did I, I brought home, I didn't bring home, but I told my parents I was dating this guy when I was in college that was like half black and half white. And my mom had reservations, but received? I think, I think it was a lot less to do with the fact that he was half black and half white and more to do with the fact that he was nine years my senior. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, that's so the thing too. I can't really gauge that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too. So I did date a black girl, and she's, like, a darker-skinned black girl. And, you know, I loved her. And I and I told my mother that. And I think she also had some kind of, like... Uh, I don't want to put my parents on blast, because I know they do listen. But, like, you know, there was times where my mom was kind of, like, not really accepting of it. But also, to be fair, like, there were certain other things that I think she was also against. She was also quite older than me. And she was divorced. And I think that was, like, certain things that my mother was afraid of. She's, like, she's trying to trap you and all these things. And then she would try to push, like, other girls at me, saying, like, you should be with these women. Do you know what I mean? All, you know, white women with dark hair that look like my mom. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that's what she finds beautiful. Because she loves herself, which people, is great. Yeah, people, people are... That's what they say. Like, people are attracted to, like, people that look like themselves, mm-hmm. but... We look nothing like, nothing each, like other, each other, which yeah. is like it's so more funny just to about, me. It's more about just how like we just have really great times together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just. But I mean, I was attracted to you, and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with like my conditioning. So like this is we'll talk. For me, out- I was mad attracted to your outfit, and I was like, "Ooh, she know how to dress. Yeah. Ooh, she cute." <laughs> yeah, for me too. It was like the fashion. I was like, nobody knows how to dress while in Vancouver. I was like <laughs> so rare to find a guy that cares about fashion, but. I think it, yeah, for me, it just has, I think for both of us, it has a lot less to do with race and a lot more to do with speaking for myself, class, and lived experience, and, like, family, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Immigrant status. Yeah, I guess, and that's the other thing, that it's really important, especially if you're planning to be with someone, you know, seriously, for the rest of your life. Like, it's really important that you're that you can see that your parents can get along. And I feel... If that's important to you. If, if your family important is important to you, you, yeah, then 100%. Like, And that was something that I didn't really take in with my last relationship. I kind of, like, separated that. I was like, I'm attracted to this person. I like this person. And, you know, after meeting her parents, I saw that there are a lot of differences with mine. And I never thought that it would lead to an issue. But that is literally all we argued about is how different our families are. Mm -hmm. And like how that's like a deep rooted misunderstanding in regards to just life in general and how we view it. Um, And so, yeah, when I met you and, you know, talked about your lived experiences with your family and how similar it is with mine, regardless of race, like they, they have like similar, you know, things that they went through and similar ways of viewing life. So I knew that it will work out in that sense. You know what I mean? Because, like, family's important for you, family important for me, and for our parents as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so like, those are things that are important and not necessarily, like, ethnicity. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just about, like, do they have shared values and do you feel like they can kind of, you know, get along? And and that and that goes down to, to us. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we get along? So, like, when you were saying about, like, self-expectations of, like, who you feel that you should be with, And for the longest time, I actually did think that, like, I'm going to marry a Serbian girl. Like, I'm supposed to be with a Serbian girl. 
and I made the biggest mistake was with my first girlfriend literally before leaving for Serbia like I told her months before leaving for Serbia I told her that I, I, I really have feelings for you but I see myself marrying a Serbian girl I don't even know why you would say something like that I was that. fucking young and an idiot yeah. right? so I left for Serbia and my ass got cheated on yeah so if you guys <laughs> listen to the earlier podcast episode where we talked about cheating and Dan's experience with it you know he missed this super key key information <laughs> i mean there's just shit that i would say yeah. you know what i mean but like young but I, like, I said some dumbass. it wasn't shit. it didn't it wasn't an argument it was just like an understanding and like yeah. she was like oh you know what i mean but like we were oh. both so young so it was never like something that we really thought into i never thought that it would lead to me getting cheated on or yeah. like me like you know and wanting to take back so what i said away. yeah yeah and then i guess like you know, I had many girlfriends in between and actually from my last relationship because the breakup felt like it was such a like it was just because of such a cultural difference because like how her family was raised, how my family is, you know what I mean? Like it felt like such a cultural difference that that after that breakup, I was like, man, I just need to find myself a serving girl. And then you and then and then, and then I hit you up and I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was back like, on my bullshit. Right, back on my bullshit. But it worked out because I feel like the Vietnamese culture and Serbian culture are pretty damn similar. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot to, like, of similar. Been through. Yeah, I mean, we talked about communism on our first date. We did, and uh, very different opinions from both our our families. We won't get into that now. Yeah. But other than that, like I think just a lot of ways in which even as we got to know each other, like I didn't realize how similar we were, you know, and like. I mean, this obviously goes back into, like, kind of conversations that we had earlier in a different podcast episode about privilege, but obviously you being a white male and me being an Asian female, we have a lot of privileges, and that's probably why we were able to to connect on a lot of different levels, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, um, a lot of, I think, what we experienced has a lot to do with, like, class struggle, but, like, you know, it wasn't a whole lot of difference in terms of, like, our race and our experience like obviously i've dealt with like fetishization and like microaggressions and you know like people saying dumbass shit like you're pretty for an asian Mm. you know maybe stuff that you didn't experience but yeah i think that a lot of me growing up i felt like there was an expectation of who i would date and i think that who i was attracted to kind of fell in line with that so i didn't have that much conflict you know like and even though my Mm -hmm. parents told me like yeah here are your options i just kind of ignored that and did whatever i wanted to do and i think that that is kind of my privilege as well is that because it's so layered but it's like because asian women tend to date outside of their race that it's like not there isn't a whole lot of conflict there you know like i can kind of date whoever and feel like socially it's pretty acceptable a lot of people wanted to know about what it was like to be in an interracial relationship, kind of what the difficulties were, if your parents had issues, like, accepting it, um, and just, I think, like, what our experiences have been. Yeah. So, I mean, since dating, there haven't been... That's a thing. So, like, there isn't a huge cultural clash. I think, you know, should you be from Serbia, like, really, like, culturally Serbian and maybe culturally Vietnamese... I'm sure that there would be cultural clashes, you know? But, like, me growing up American and you growing up Canadian, there isn't a whole lot of culture clash there. The one thing that I think maybe we did struggle with is in the beginning of our relationship, we each have different languages. 
then there would be times where you could communicate with your family and your parents mm. in a different language. And I don't understand it, but I get a very strong sense of what's being said. And yeah, like whenever you were upset, my mom would talk to me and serve me like, why is she upset? What yeah. Happened? And at first I wouldn't understand because I'm like, what is this language? But then now I can, I mean, you just, I get a sense of tone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I can, I can figure it out pretty easily um, what's kind of being said. So I think like maybe that's the one thing that we definitely did argue about, you know, because like, obviously we aren't dating around my parents and we only really go see my parents once twice a year and so for me i was like i wouldn't put you in a situation to feel uncomfortable by speaking vietnamese with my parents or you know my mom saying something to me in vietnamese and me replying in english i'm not gonna i'm not gonna act like i know the language like that but um like i'm I'm not gonna put you in a position to be uncomfortable around that language and like feel like you're being talked about so like why would you do that to me so i think like that was a really big discussion for us and it came up again and again and you know like that's not really to anybody's fault but it's just it's a situation that made me feel excluded and like uncomfortable yeah so i feel like that was something that we had to address and i mean one i pick it up a lot better now but i also asked you to either loop me in the conversation or you know like not do it because Mm -hmm. it just yeah it's it's something my mom loves to do yeah but it's just like i I mean I, i get it because you have the available option to speak in another language, but I think realizing how other people feel in that situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's used that. She's used that trick multiple times, and it's great. I mean, like when just almost in every situation, like if she's haggling, you know, and then she yeah. needs me I mean, to do something not, yeah, that she doesn't want the to other her. person like, to know. Does yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it's like a code. It's like a my secret mom will language do that to me that. too, you know. But yeah. like, I mean, she never really has anything negative to say about you, so like. She's never really done it to you, but there are many times we'll be we'll be out or something and she'll be like, oh, like do this instead or like say this instead. So, yeah, like I, I don't I don't blame you for like that situation, but it's just it was uncomfortable and it yeah. needed to be addressed. And yes, if anybody else is in that situation, 100 percent address it because talk about it. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be made to feel uncomfortable in a setting in which you should be feeling welcomed. And that's the thing, too, because like it's just human nature to like automatically think is negative. When you and I were walking through Serbia, and I think a lot of people didn't expect that oh, I was also Serbian. Yeah, and I did think a lot of these were negative. Yeah, and like they would, they would like be staring at Nina, and then they would like all, they would like say something to each other, like as we're walking, yeah. like as and we're I'm walking just, like, past dirty us, staring all these. People. Yeah, and then and then like as they would walk past us, they would say something, but then. <laughs> I'm Serbian and I can listen to them and hear what they're saying. And a lot of times they're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Or like, oh, her hair is so cool. Like, oh, look at her shoes. Like, yeah, you know and I was I mean? getting so irritated. I'm like, why the fuck is everyone staring yeah, at but me? It like, seems leave me like, alone. Yeah, because initially, I think it's like human nature. Initially, you see someone staring at you and you're probably like, are they judging me right now? Like, yeah. what are they talking about? You're right? Like but talking to somebody else and whispering about you. Yeah, exactly. But they were all like really positive because, like, I mean, the conversations that I was able to hear. I was like, oh, like, it's actually all positive, which I was shocked by, too, because yeah. some people were, like, really fucking staring, where you're like, yo, are you serious? What are you looking at? You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah, it's an issue that we had for some time during our relationship, and then, yeah, I had to talk to my mom about it, so that it doesn't sound like we're speaking code, because automatically it just sounds like we're talking shit about you, because, yeah. like, you can't just switch from English to Serbian. My favorite part, though, is that, like, you guys will be talking in Serbian, and then all of a sudden, like, 
you guys start speaking in English, but then I've already tuned out at that point because I'm like, I don't understand this. And, <laughs> and then, then my mom's like, why are you always ignoring yeah, me? Yeah, she's like, why are you ignoring me? But I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was being talked to because I just was tuning everything out. Because it was all in Serbian? <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess that's it. I think that's it for the podcast. Yeah, um, I feel like we're going to start rambling at this point yeah. if we continue. I guess like if, if one of the questions is more geared towards like, what do you do if your parents are so against you dating from a different ethnicity? I think... My answer to that, and I mean, I've, I've experienced, <laughs> and I've experienced some of that, I think like, as like my earlier relationships. And I think what I constantly tried to drill into my parents is I'm very grateful that they brought me to Canada, but they need to understand that Vancouver is a very multicultural city and they can't expect for me to be with a Serbian person because I'm not living in Serbia. Do you know what I mean? I grew up different. And well, I, like, the chances of you being with a serving person is a lot lower. Now is a lot here. lower, yeah. yeah. So, like, for me to find something in common... Like, for me to cancel out everybody that's not Serbian just because, like, I need to make my parents happy is not... I mean, at the end of the day, you got to think about your own happiness. You know what I mean? And if I can't find anything in common with this one select group of people that are in this city that... You know, it's not, a, it's, it's not, that's the thing I kept trying to explain to them. Like, it's not like I'm back home, like how they grew up, where they went to school with each other. Do you know what I mean? My parents met in college. Like, that's like, that's the thing. You naturally meet people through the situations and things that you're doing. And if you're in a country that's full of just one nation, that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? You're going to be with that. And I mean, for me, what they needed to understand is I'm growing up in Vancouver. I'm going to school in Vancouver. How many Serbs are in my school? How many Serbs are in these certain interactions that I'm doing you know what I mean so I think that's something that you need to let your parents understand if they're so against you you know dating outside of your ethnicity that's just they got to deal with it you know what I mean and you know if they try to bring you back home I'm so sorry it didn't work (laughs) but uh yeah I mean that's that's all I can really say you know what I mean like I also just thought of another thing and I this fits in somewhere earlier but I think a big reason why when I was growing up, I was around a lot more Vietnamese kids, like Asian kids in general. And I definitely had crushes on some of them. And like, I was attracted to Asian boys. But as I got older and surrounded myself with more and more white people, that attraction faded. And I'm not really sure exactly what happened. But I think that I remember hearing, I believe it was Flex Mommy that was talking about this. She was talking about how For her, she dates a lot of white guys because growing up in white Australia, everyone that she knows is black is kin. Everyone that she knows that is black is family. And so Mm -hmm. I think like eventually over time, everybody that I knew that was Asian, that was, you know, like kind of the same situation as me growing up, that was like more poor or like whatever, like navigating this white affluent space was kin was my brother family yeah and so it's like for me to be attracted to an asian person almost felt like being attracted to my own brother Mm -hmm. you know like it was it was weird for me and i think like i still do carry some of that today and i know that that's a lot of internalized racism and it's a lot that i have to unpack not that i'm looking to be attracted to any anybody you know now but i don't think that that's a unique experience to me either yeah that's the thing i think my mom really wanted me to find like a girl with like you know black luscious hair and you know is fair skinned and I'm like literally you're just explaining yourself yeah I'm basically like <laughs> you basically want me to date you which yeah. is just you know it's kind of weird it's layered me. it's layered. but like you know I think like a lot of a lot of people tend to 
right? Yeah. Because I guess they they want to make their their mamas proud or whatever it may be. I don't know exactly. The, well, yeah, they the say that like boys boys it, date but... their mothers and girls date their fathers, and to me that was just weird. So yeah, we did the opposite. <laughs> yeah, we did the exact opposite, and I think yeah, a big part of that has to do with the fact that I really felt like Asian boys were my brother, yeah. and now I'm trying to work through it, and my mind is like all confuzzled and stuff and i know that this is this is something that i've thought about before and i've been attracted like since then i've been attracted to asian males but usually they're mixed you know like it's Mm -hmm. very rare that they're like fully asian and to be fair you know like this is why this is why i can't stand it when people say like oh i'm not attracted to asians i'm not attracted to like black girls i'm not attracted blah 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 you know like you haven't met every asian you haven't met every black person you haven't met every you know like it's like stereotypical yeah it's stereotypical it's also just like why would you write yourself off to that experience so you know i would never say like i'm not attracted to asian boys because like i haven't met every single one out there i am sure that i will meet somebody that i'm attracted to you know but like in my experience of like people that i had met i just didn't find myself attracted to them and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of them did remind me of kin so it's just yeah i would never say i'm not attracted to asian guys because i don't think that that's fair at all and because like there is a whole large demographic out there so yeah i really hate when people say stuff like that (laughs) i feel i have i feel the same way i feel like i could never say at that that point it's racist yeah i can't say that that. that i only like asian girls or only like black girls or like, I can't say that or, like, that I dislike. That's the thing. My brother, too, he always, like, oh, you dislike white girls. He's, like, and I'm, like, no, that's not true. Like, I think white girls are really beautiful. Like, you just don't I don't. See, finding life partner is different. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my only celebrity crush is Dua Lipa. Yeah. You know what I mean? There goes a white girl from my yeah. neck of the woods, you know? Like, it, it's, it varies, you know what I mean? I, I'm not canceling out anyone based on their race, you know what I mean? It's just about whether we actually get along or not or i think that you know beauty is in so many different like in different layers bro like it's it's everything it's like who you are what you do and just like how you carry yourself it has nothing to do with your race so yeah so hope this discussion was helpful entertaining answer I don't some know. questions i, I hope it doesn't sound like shit now. i know the mic is completely <laughs> bust I think I can see, like, just by the recording sound waves, they're, like, really high. They're off the charts. They're off the charts. And, um, yeah, I hope it's not too fuzzy. I mean, I'm gonna... But thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, thanks for sticking around. And, um, that new mic should come in quite soon. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. We got you. <laughs> so, until then, um, you can follow us at Needs and Deans. I am at Your Girl Needs. And I am Daniel's Day Off. And we'll see you guys next week. See Bye. ya. Bye-bye.